and welcome to Ignite Your Purpose. I am your host, Karen Zafra-Vera. Join me here every week for your weekly inspiration and guidance call. We're going to empower you, create enthusiasm, plant a seed, to recognize and peel off the layers to see your true, beautiful I am. Our guests will definitely motivate you to take action today, to create a new belief, and ignite your soul for more of this gift of life. So join us today, here. Tune in now. Hello, and welcome back to Ignite Your Purpose. I'm your host, Karen, and I'm here with this amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Carol Starr Taylor, and I know I've come to know Carol personally from my own journey because she is my publisher for the first time of me writing a book, um, being in collaboration with a number of other authors. And it was an amazing experience. I think I was divinely guided to you, Carol, to have that experience, to open the doors to more and more opportunities. So welcome to the to, welcome to the show here. I love that you're here. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I'm so excited to be here. We've been planning this for a while. I know we have been, we have been. So let me do a professional introduction of you. Carol is the founder and publisher of Starhouse Publishing Inc. And she is now a radio host podcaster with Soulfully Blonde, which is something that she just started a couple of months ago, right? Yeah, yeah, a few months yeah. ago. Yeah. How awesome and how exciting. And she has many, many titles under her belt, but you'll get to read about that in when we, um, in, in her description, but I'm so happy to have her here because I think you're truly an inspiration to all of us. And, you know, the purpose of, the, of this particular, not particular, but of this call of this podcast, what ignited me to do this was to pour out and share circumstances and situations that we all walk through and how we overcome it because there's so many of uh, of listeners out there that sometimes feel that they're the only ones facing circumstances like those and so i i'm honored to be able for you to come in and share your truth um to be vulnerable and share it and at the same time to almost imp- well it is empower others to seek and to continue to seek for their truth and their happiness and their love and joy. So thank you so much for being here, Carol. Thank you. Thank you. So let's get started. I usually ask the question, you know, what is a scenario? What is a circumstance that really stands out to you where you felt that you shifted an incredible amount and that you showed up in a new version of yourself because of the lessons learned, what you had to face. That's a, that's a book. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say, you know, it's, it's a, it's a transformation. It's, it's, it's not something like you wake up one day and go, Oh, you know, it's, it's time to transform. I think that it, it, really is a process. And as you change and grow, um, then, and, and elevate. So I think, 
you know, just as a, a my backstory mm-hmm. was that I I grew up in a very violent household, mm-hmm. um, domestic violence, and um, and so I experienced uh, domestic violence on me, and also uh, verbal abuse. So mm-hmm. a lot of physical abuse and verbal abuse. And so when that happens and you're told you're a nothing, what do you think mm-hmm. you, you know, what do you think right. you're going to grow up thinking? And mm-hmm. so life choices, when you, when you do feel that you're a nothing, um, you make life, you, you make certain life choices and mm-hmm. you choose certain people in your life um, to surround yourself that way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, it wasn't until, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of give you the Coles Notes version, but it wasn't until I was in a very long-term marriage um, and had my kids and everything like that. And it's really when I turned, when I was turning 40 that that transformation started and I started on my I believe my spiritual soulful journey wow again I think that um having the kids and and being a mom and doing all of those things and uh and and also running my my husband's business at the time you lose what you even thought was yourself, you even lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it was that, that part of, you know, getting to know who I was and what I wanted in my life and, and all of these things. And I realized I didn't have a voice and I didn't even know who you, you were. Know, no, not really, because, you know, I'm, I'm somebody's mom and somebody's wife, but essentially who am I? So as my spiritual journey, and I realize that, and I, and I say this quite often that I gained a backbone vertebrae by vertebrae. Absolutely. And, and so finally I realized that I did have a voice and I did leave that long-term marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I have great relationship with my ex-husband and that took work on both ends. Right. And great father and, and all of these things. But I think it's, you know, when you're 19 turning 20, you're not the same person right. when you get married and, and, you know, we were together for you 28 know, years, married for 21. And, absolutely. And I want to say, you know, there's so much in that amount of information that you provided us because I'm assuming, you know, and you don't even have to go through the domestic violence and the verbal abuse, but to not know who you are, but to go from being in a household, having the domestic abuse and the, and the verbal abuse, and then going into a marriage, you never got to know who you were. You jumped into another relationship, which unconsciously we do because we're, I, I, I would assume we're, we're trying to get out of something to go into something better, but not necessarily knowing. There was something in between that, though. It, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. but I don't think that the marriage that I had with with the father of my children 
um, was jumping into that. I, that was a very long time coming because there was other okay. stuff before that. Um, and we were, we dated for seven years before we got married. So it wasn't nice. like a, it wasn't mm-hmm. into jumping into anything. I think we just both changed and evolved and right. grew. And, and I think that, you know, in a marriage, when you have kids, when it all be, when it becomes all about the kids for, mm-hmm. for a lot of it. And also when you um, are business partners in some sort of form, mm-hmm. um, like you work, in the, work with your, your husband or your, your partner, um, life becomes about the discussions become about the business and the Absolutely. kids, the business and the kids. And you, you, you don't, you know, and your life is wrapped up in that. So mm-hmm. your friends are all in that bubble. You're in a bubble. So yeah. I think that what ends up happening is it doesn't really give you a chance to, well, at least in my case, my confidence grew, my, my interests grew, I changed. And I think part of, you know, we say that our parents are role models, good or bad, right. <laughs> often, um, mm-hmm. and in marriages and things like that. And my parents uh, split up, my mom and, and my dad was 50, uh, no, 52, and my mom was 50, and they were together for over 30 years. And I thought to myself, as I, when I was 46, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to live my mother's life. I mm. don't want to all of a sudden, no, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm evolving and I'm starting to find out who I was. What was some of the feelings and emotions that even began to trigger that there was that you wanted, there was a, some type of change? Because usually, you know, we may feel something or things start to show up and then you're like, And then you start to blossom, you start to evolve. Was there a, was there a sense of friction? Was there a sense of an emotion that either you were having or you were lacking that started to bring that sense of awareness into your life? Well, I was, I, I had my own business doing something else as Mm -hmm. well, my own thing. Um, And I started to realize a lot of things that I was doing, um, And I I basically was at a point in my life where I was starting to take my power back Mm. and, and stepping, I would say stepping into my own power, I guess that Mm -hmm. is. And so the pivotal point with leaving and, and really discovering as a single woman who had really been you know, never dated, never went out. Like, I mean, Hey, I, I'm like 48, year, you know, I was 48 years old, 46, mm-hmm. 48 years old when, when I went out into the world Yeah, and started to really, I think that that was the pivotal point where I started to really learn about myself and, and you started to see how strong you are. Well, I mean, you know, that, that's of course, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you know, but I'm saying you resilient, you, you start to have a confidence now. So, so at first I think the confidence 
is through ego. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening through situations and learning and, and growth and, and, and all of those things, um, life has a way of killing your ego and bringing you down to a rock rock bottom moments where, um, you have to rise up and give it everything that you've got from your soul. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where I realized that I had a voice that I mattered and that I'm enough. And it's, you know, I mean, I, I always say, you know, it only took me 48 years to find my voice. And once I found it, man, I'm not going to shut up. And so my job, and so my purpose, my passion evolved from there because I've always been a very outgoing person, even though I had no self-worth or self-esteem mm. and I formed a sisterhood and that, and I thought to myself, you know, if I was like this, there's gotta be a lot of other Absolutely. women out there that are exactly like this. And so Absolutely. I often tell it like it is. And um, I don't really, and I often talk about things before, like, like people didn't talk about growing up in a house of horrors. People mm-hmm. don't talk about, you know, especially, you know, when I like, we're, we're not talking 2022, we're talking, we're, we're talking like six, yeah. seven, eight years ago when yeah. I started to verbalize all of these things. People how did you feel? How did, like, <clears throat> you know, share with us how you felt when you started to vocalize this that was so the opposite of that, how you used to show up and opposite of the surrounding people. So I was scared. I, I can't lie. I was scared. I was scared. Um but then the judgment started coming in Mm. and I was ostracized for my decisions. I was ostracized by a lot of people and And how you deal with those, with those, when they came, when actually, it actually made me feel stronger. Yeah. It actually made me, into I was never really a judgmental person before Mm -hmm. but I really wasn't but I think it made me an advocate for if I if there is such a thing an advocate for being non-judgmental because Mm -hmm. you never know what goes in what goes behind closed doors in anybody's life people you show up you show up the way you want people to see you but that's not always how it is. Exactly. And so I really try to show it how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and the struggles that come f- from it. So it's not like I, so I mean, yes, I post every single day and I post inspiration. Am mm-hmm. I inspirational every day? No. no. My mindset is inspirational right. every day, but it, you know, it goes goes low, but 
and, and, you know, is life perfect? No, 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 no. it's not perfect. And it's okay. Right. It's like, it's okay. That's the thing. It's okay. But I'm not one to judge people, what other people do. That's what their choices are. It are their choices. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm not here to, oh, to push myself on other people. You know, if somebody says to me, um, Carol, um, I'm just, I've become a coach now. And we know there's lots of coaches out there. I'm, right. I'm more of a cheerleader and say, if that's what calls to you, fantastic. Right. Fabulous. Let me ask you this, Carol. My question is, what do you think that allows, allows you or why is it that you feel that you can be non-judgmental? Because a lot of people would have a struggle with that. So what in your life made you be so decisive and clear about how you want to respond, okay. not to be the judgmental type? Because I, I, I learned in life, um, there's the pride, I guess, because, well, there's a few things. One, living a secret life as a child. Mm. When you grow up in a house like that, there's nobody to talk to. You're not, you don't tell your girlfriend, your little girlfriends at a sleepover at eight, nine, 10, 12, 14, 15 years old, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that your father beats the shit out of you mm-hmm. or that your mother and father tell you that you're, you know, that right. you're ugly, that you're fat, that you're, that you, you know, you're a waste of space that you, and as you get older, um, it gets cruder and cruder. Right. So you don't talk about it. So it really is a secret life. It really is that life where, you know, I had friends from childhood and until I spoke out about, you know, my formative years, they had no clue. Wow. That must've been shocking to them, right? Shocking. Incredibly really, like the parents were so nice and da, da, da. and I'm not here to bash my parents. No, I, if I didn't have the parents that I had, I never could do what I do today. Exactly. So I look at that as a gift. Absolutely. I, love I that. look at it as a gift because if I would have grown up thinking I'm all that and I could do anything, I would have had a totally different life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had my beautiful kids and I wouldn't have had the struggles and I wouldn't have been a book publisher and I wouldn't have done the coaching that I do to help people bring out their stories because I understand people's struggles. Mm-hmm. I understand their pain mm-hmm. and their losses and their, and, and all of these things on multiple, multiple levels. You know, and I want to say something and interject in this because this is so powerful. Because when I was writing my book, my chapter, right, um, in this collaboration, I remember I wrote the first draft and I thought I knew what it was. And then you came to me and you told me, no, that's not it. And you made me dig deeper that I didn't even know I had that in me. And I feel that for me, one of the biggest healings that I have had was writing this chapter because 
the healing came in the process of this writing because I had to seek deeper. And I realized that the story wasn't about my father, so-called, because it was right after, it was very soon after my father passed, but it was more about the journey that I took with my father, with my family. And when you say that you understand the struggles, you're almost like coming in from the back end to push or to support and impress the struggles instead of what the writer is thinking of, which is in the forefront. And I, and I, and that is such a key thing. Like I'm telling you when I say that you were divinely guided to me, it was divinely guidance because if it wasn't because of your background, if it wasn't because of your own struggle, you wouldn't have the, the gifts and the, and the ability to seek those things from, you know, your writers. And, and I, and I see the connection now, how, how beautiful that plays out. Yeah. Thank you. I, you know what, and that's, I think, you know, I mean, when you live, when you live this way, and then my parents split up after 30 years of marriage and everybody, my parents were pretty well known um, in the community and they were like the pillars of the community. Yeah. And so they were shocked, shocked, shocked. And, you know, my dad, I remember him saying, well, you know, so today we're going to be, you know, our, our, our split up is going to be the lunch conversation for everybody today, tomorrow, and the next day until another something else for somebody Shows else up. to talk about. Mm-hmm. For somebody else to talk about because people mm-hmm. love to talk about other people. And so having grown up with that and understanding that, you know, nothing is always as it seems. Mm-hmm. And as and we didn't even have social media then. So you know, I think that social media is a good thing. It's a great thing. And we've been able to meet and, and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But it's also that there is this um, illusion, should I say, where people are all filtered up and, you know, even in the live, which we're not, but, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, everybody shows their best Yes. <laughs> and, and, and that's okay, but it's more about the, I guess what comes to my mind right now <laughs> is the times when you take that family picture mm-hmm. and you're on vacation or whatever. So it's a snapshot of time, but two seconds before or five minutes before you don't know that chaos. <laughs> the kid just had a meltdown. The other one is kicking the other one. The, you know, they're uh-huh. all yelling at each other or fighting. I don't want to take a picture. I don't want to pick, take a picture. And then boom, you've got this Kodak moment, right? Jeez, yes. happy family. Or, you know, all these happy families when, you know, or Hallmark holidays, as they call it, and everybody's got the best mother and everybody's got the best father. And nobody comes out and says, you know what? I'm grateful for this man, but this man mm-hmm. used to beat the shit out of me for 22 years. Yes. Right. Nobody mm-hmm. says that. 
Nobody says that, oh, the greatest father in the world. Maybe they are. But I also know the other side where nothing is as it seems. And so I don't judge people because I don't, it's not for me to judge. It's not for me to, to, Look to create a picture that doesn't belong to you. Oh, and, and you know what? If somebody says to me, Carol, you know, I decided to do this. I'm like, fantastic. I'm, I, I'm like your cheerleader. You yeah. know, if, if that's the path that you want to go or, you know, you're or, you know, being a mom, I never wanted to tell my children what what they should be when they grow up. Exactly. My ex-husband, anyway, we all had we both had the same mindset as far as whatever it's called for them to do. Right. Exactly. And so we, and if somebody is a, is a, a I say a multiple, I call it like a, either a multipreneur or a solepreneur or a soul, mm-hmm. you, you know, where you find outlets and you do different businesses and things like that. Each one is like a puzzle piece that fills you up in different ways. Exactly. I don't like to pigeonhole people in in, that they are just one way, that you're just one thing. I always say I'm not a one trick pony. Right. So, you know, so I I think that what's to who are we to judge others? We're not live your own life and and mind your own business. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. So in the process of you starting to vocalize, right, and finding that power within you, what was one of the biggest um, moments of clarity that you had about yourself? Well, I, okay, so I wrote my book. Mm. And I wasn't a publisher at that time. So I had somebody publish it. um, And that was not a good experience, <laughs> but, and, and my background is in communication and writing and, and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So it's not like, I just, you know, anyway, that, right. that's a whole other, that was like a lifetime ago. Right. I was copywriter. I've been an advertiser. I've done a lot of stuff. So I, um, so I, so I thought to myself, even though the book was not a, like the, the actual book, and the book experience was not a good one. The writing was a good one. The writing experience was a good one. Mm-hmm. And it was also when I launched my book and I thought to myself, you know what? My story is not that extraordinary. Mm. My story is not that extraordinary. I mean, but it's relatable. I didn't realize how relatable it is until right. I released the book. Mm-hmm. And it was then that people from the sisterhood and people from all over were coming out and going, oh, my God, me too. I grew up that way, too. Mm. Do you know? And you helped me. And even though I grew up with books and my father was a published author and all of these things, I mean, I don't even want to get into that. All that, mm-hmm. Like how I got into publishing. I started my career off in publishing like 30 odd years ago, whatever. But it made me realize just how powerful words are. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. It matters. Your story matters. You matter. Mm -hmm. So 
I thought that my journey was inconsequential. Mm. Just like my whole life, I thought I was inconsequential. So even though I found my voice, I didn't really understand what that meant. Power Mm -hmm. really meant. Yes. And I mean, what's that thing from Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. But, But it's also that, you know, I felt compelled to help people share their stories to find their voice, to go Mm -hmm. through that cathartic. So, so my process of, of um, my process of, of helping people write their stories isn't like, you know, as you know, thanks for your money. I'll let you know when it publishes. Mm -hmm. It's, it is a process and it's not that time consuming because things can really right. It's, 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 yeah. So, you know, when you're focused and you're focused on that one part of your, you know, certain parts of your journey, the, I think your elevation happens really, really rapidly when you're on the divine path. I think that when it's, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it has this ease and this flow to it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's guided, right? So I'm not having you go back on tangents, right? I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. we're we're very focused. So, so I think that that's where I understood at the beginning of my, that pivotal point where, um, you know, I started my sisterhood and I was posting, I was posting inspiration 10 years ago when nobody posted inspiration and people thought I was wacko. (laughs) Now everybody posts inspiration, but 10 years ago, you know, sometimes I see things on Facebook from six years ago, seven years ago. And I'm like, okay, I said the same thing yesterday. (laughs) You know, so it's that consistency. It's that consistency and understanding and, and getting, you know, people that follow you and, and read you every day. And it's not about likes. I, I often, before I post or before I do anything, I often say, um, what do people need to hear today? Mm-hmm. What do they, and if it take, if it's one person, so my whole sense of purpose my is is to elevate people mind body and soul to so that they understand their worth they understand their voice they can they come to terms with their their traumas they and help them move forward and feel good about themselves so i do that in a variety of different ways and and i i know that as I transition and, and transform and do all, cause I'm not done yet. So of as course. I get, you know, as all, you know, you get interested in something and, you know, but it gives you, it, it, it just feeds your soul in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when you have that voice, when you feel that power, it's, it's a power within you. It's not about, overpowering others right there's a difference right and and taking this into your persona that's the power you felt when you wrote the book 
And then you yes. had all these sisters coming to you and telling you, oh my gosh, like you just helped me in such a different way. Yeah. I, I had no idea because I really didn't, I knew I had a story to tell. I knew that I wanted to tell my story. Right. And I can but, relate to that, to that emotion, to that feeling, because that's what I felt. Right. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to write my story, but I really didn't think it was compelling. I really didn't think it was that interesting. I just knew and, I had to write it. And interesting enough, you know, how is it that, not how, but it's so common for us to devalue you know, our own experiences, our own journeys, because we're always thinking that somebody else's story is more powerful than ours. Well, that's it. And, and so, you know, it's funny at the beginning of my book, which, you know, I, I, I often I go, so my story is not more or less than anybody else's. It's different. Mm-hmm. And so my whole approach to life is there's no right or wrong. I'm not here to tell you, you know, right yeah. or wrong or compare. Like I, I believe like comparison is death. I don't compare. I walk, I, I beat to my own drummer. So that means that, you know, I'm not going to judge you. Don't judge mm-hmm. me. Right? right. I don't, I, you know, what's right for you. Why should I in, inflict my values and my beliefs onto you. And yet not so many walk that path. Right. I can't, I can't. So, you know, when somebody says to me, Oh, you know, I don't want to write my story because, you know, somebody else had it so much harder and that's a limiting belief. And um, for me, it's like, you're not living somebody else's life. It's, it's yours. Yeah. It's your it's story. Yours. Own your story. Embrace your story because you're here for a reason. And let's find out what that reason is and how can we move through that Absolutely. where about, you know, well, somebody else is, is suffering in this way and somebody else is suffering in this way. Well, you know what? There's there, everybody has suffered in some way and everybody has had trauma or traumas in their lifetime and it's there's a reason and we have to get to the root of why and you know you're not all automatically oh you know i'm automatically healed it's always that end process mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. i mean i my big thing is that we're perfectly imperfect and that's okay and we're constantly evolving and growing and you know, but I'm also about the realness of it. What was your biggest lesson by you um, stepping out, stepping out and really listening to that voice to being able to be so vulnerable and yet bold at the same time? What was the biggest lessons you captured in that process? Well, I think that it's, I think that, I think it, it is a, there's so many, the resilience, the courage, the that you didn't see in yourself before. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that is, and the power, and I think that it's the, the inner power. And I would say it's the, you know, my, my word, my word this year, it's the glow. 
It's your yeah. glow from inside. It's your glow from inside to and to I love illuminate that. the world. I love that. Okay. Yes. Mm, right. Okay. So it yeah. is the light in your. It's the light in you to to be a lighthouse for others, and that is why your story matters. That's why you matter. That's why you know when mm-hmm. two people talk, we're gonna. I am not the same person as I was ten minutes ago. Absolutely. I have evolved already because I have learned and grown from whoever we meet and whoever in interaction, whatever we've, we talk. And so if we look at each moment as, as a, as a gift, as a blessing, and how yes. do we turn that around and not every, so not every blessing is a positive one. Comes, exactly. It starts off exactly. as something positive. But there's a lesson in everything. Right. It could be but an argument with somebody. Yes. But what do we, what do we want to learn from that? Mm. So it's important. Communication is important. And I think that, you know, just through, I mean, coaching people and, and talking to them and, and, and getting to know people. I, I mean, I've spoken to, I can't even yeah. tell you how many thousands of people over the years and speaking engagements and things like that and, and getting to know people. And it's really that, that inner power and sometimes it's that quiet power. Not everybody is, you know, when I, when I always say, you know, live out loud or um, l- exist loudly or something, it's not, it's not figurative. It's not yeah. figurative because, and, and I think in the last couple of years with people being more homebound um, and working from home and things like that, they've discovered things about themselves that they may not be exactly um mm-hmm. extroverts they may be intro uh, uh, introvert extrovert right. Uh, right and 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 so as you transform and and what does that mean and as we so i think getting an understanding about ourselves helps us illuminate the world oh that's so beautiful i love it that is so beautiful that it's it's been so good to talk to you so good what would be bringing this to uh, our closing? What would be the one piece of advice that you would give to our listeners? I have many. I <laughs> would say, I would say, take the risk. Yes. Go out of your comfort zone. Mm. So that good. little voice that's the, the limiting beliefs, don't listen. Mm-hmm. That is your, that is your ego saying to you, I don't want to really talk about this stuff. I really don't want to write about this stuff. This is painful. Mm-hmm. We need to, we, we, we need, need to, their, we need you, know to yeah. you are not alone. You are not alone. Yeah. And so that, that to, to believe in yourself and when others like, like you said at the beginning, I believed in you, Karen, before you even believed in yourself. I say that to my clients. Yes. I say that to my clients. And it's not just a saying. It's like we truly mean it. I do. Yes. I truly mean it because I there's just this ability, right, to, to be able to look at someone and, and just see the goodness in them and see their, their power. 
Um, and I, I truly, truly believe that I ended up owning that statement when I got into the coaching field. And it was, it was so good because it's not just a statement. It is the truth. No, it's like how we, we live. Yeah. And just when, when, when you put in your first check, you know, for putting your first draft and I go, no, that's not it. How many other mm-hmm. publishers would have done that? They would have gone, exactly. oh, thank God, Karen, thanks for turning that in. I'll let you mm-hmm. know the next step. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, I, know, I knew that you needed this. You need, and I do this with everybody because okay. this pulls it out. And look, look at you now. Look mm-hmm. at you now. I'm so proud of you. No, oh, thank you, honey. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's, um, it's been so good to have you and thank to, you. to learn even more about you you know, to learn more about you and, and to see your strength and your boldness. Um, because you're, I just want you to know that it's always being, it's always showing your boldness and your strength is always showing through your pose, through your conversations, through anything, it's always being shown. So I'm honored to have you here and to share this story. And I hope that I know that, um, this story has inspired and helped others that even the, the, the question of, what can I do or how can I show up um, has inspired them to take that next step. So thank you for being here. Definitely. Thank you you for having me. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Oh, it's so good. So good. All right. So for my listeners, um, stay tuned with Carol, connect with her um, and you will have all the information. Um, Carol, what's the, where can they find you? Wow, they can find me at starhousepublishing.com. So that's one R, starhousepublishing.com. You can find me at soulfullyblonde.com. And that is a live radio show and uh, on Tuesdays. And uh, you can find me all over social media. Social media, absolutely. Uh, all over and, social media. Uh, yeah. And so reach good. out and say hi. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love our time together. Um, I look forward to many more conversations with you, Carol. Me too. Me too. Thank you, Dolly. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us for next week's inspirational guest. You can follow me, Karam Zapravera, in all your social media platforms or email me at leapandbelieve at gmail.com.